streaming live on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and BlastTheRadio.com, this is The Lowell Green Show. The number to call and be heard around the world is 613-413-2217 or email Lowell at BlastTheRadio.com. And now, here is Lowell Green. Thank you, John. Right. Beautiful, sunny, breezy. Is it uh, is it breezy at your house this morning? Nice and sunny, John? A lovely little breeze. Just went for a walk in the park, oh. as a matter of fact. Enjoyed every second of that nice, light little breeze. Okay. Run across any goose poop on your trip? Not a drop of goose poop. <laughs> I would say that, uh, you know, look outside, you step outside, you feel the breeze, you see the sun. Perfect day for the 42 windmill farms and the millions of solar panels that we've paid billions for to do their stuff. This is the day. This is the day when they can really prove their worth, right? The windmills, uh, well, they're really, oh, boy. I mean, they're really pumping it out this morning. I mean, there's a nice, brisk, this is perfect weather for windmills, okay? It doesn't get any better than this for windmills, right? 42 windmill farms, billions and billions of dollars. At noon today... Just a little bit more than 7%. That's about as good as it gets for the windmills, okay? A little bit more than 7% of all of the power we need being turned out by those windmills. Solar panel, I, I, I must be honest with you, John. I, I had always thought that the solar panels would produce more. I don't know why they aren't producing more. I mean, we have, we have millions of solar panels. I, I don't know how many millions, but I mean, literally millions of solar panels. There are huge solar farms all over the damn province. But they're, they're producing almost nothing, and I don't know why. Even on perfect sunny days, winter or summer, they produce almost nothing. Right now, with the bright sun, et cetera, et cetera, the solar, uh, the solar panels are producing 1.6% of all of the power that we need. That's at noon today. Maybe a bit better now. I don't know. But at noon today, they were producing 1.6%. So at noon today, wind and solar, for which we have paid billions, don't forget, your money, in fact, you're still paying for them. Check your hydro bill. I mean, a good chunk of what you're paying for your hydro is to pay for those damn windmills and solar panels. And, of course, the hookup to the grid. So today, with the best of conditions, ideal conditions for wind and solar, less than 10%. Yesterday, it was about 6%. The day before that, it was about 5%. And that's, you see, that's, that's one of the problems that most of these eco-fascists don't seem to understand. Every time I say, well, windmills only producing, you know, 5 or 6%, say, well, we need more windmills. Wait a minute. You could have a windmill in every backyard. You could have a dozen windmills in every backyard. You could absolutely wipe everything out, cancel every farm, you know, pave everything. Windmills, millions and millions and millions and millions and millions and millions and millions of windmills. Right across the province, you know, border to border, right? Nothing but windmills. We could do that. But if the wind's not blowing, they're not producing anything. That's the problem. That's the problem. I mean, 42 windmill farms today and all of those millions of solar panels were getting less than 10%. Anyhow, I'll move on. By the way, once again, I would really like you to monitor this yourself. I-E-S-O dot C-A. That's all you have to do. Hour by hour, you will see how much power we are taking in the province of Ontario and who is producing it. And one of the things that you constantly notice is, is that we're only using usually half or less than half of all the power that's available from falling water. In other words, from our dams. 
It's it's quite astonishing. Quite astonishing. I mean, whoever thought this up, well, I know who thought it up and who carried it forward. They should be hung, strung, put in bed, and their skinny of their combined arses pulled over their heads. It's one of the one of the worst decisions ever made by any government in the history of mankind. And that includes the Crusades. Quite astonishing. Uh, anything anything that you want to talk about today, folks, the lines are there. John, go through again how people get in touch with us. All right. Anybody with, a, anybody with a bright idea here? Anybody that got any idea how we can get more power out of solar and wind? I'd be sure sure like to hear from you. By the way, I thought of you when I was leaving New Brunswick and you're heading towards Quebec, and there's an entire mountainside, and it's just from left to right, it's nothing but windmills. It's it's such an eyesore. Ah, oh, it's such it's an a eyesore. terrible. They have despoiled some of the most beautiful landscape, particularly along Lake Huron, uh, just despoiled with these huge, yeah. ugly, damn windmills producing nothing. That's the problem. If in fact they were the answer. If, in fact, that, you know, we could get a good supply of, of power from wind and solar, then I wouldn't be objecting. But we can't. The problem is the wind doesn't always blow and the sun doesn't always shine. So it means, among other things, that no matter how windmills, how many windmills we got, how many solar panels, we have to have all of this backup anyway. So what's the advantage? There is none. John, you're going to tell people oh, yes. how to get in touch with us. Right. Business. Okay, let's do that. Uh, the phone number here, that's the most important. We'd love to engage in a conversation with you. 613-413-2217. If you're watching on Facebook, that's facebook.com slash the Lowell Green. If you're watching on the Lowell Green show page on Facebook, if you're watching on my show on Facebook, the number is up on your screen for you. We're also on YouTube slash uh, that's youtube.com slash blast the radio and twitch.tv slash blast the radio. If you missed all that, no problem. Go to blasttheradio.com slash Lowell Green. All the contact information is there. We're ubiquitous. Yes, we are. <laughs> uh, question. So are you glad that we are finally, apparently, going to get some kind of vaccination certificate in Ontario? Doug Ford's been uh, opposed to this, says he doesn't want to divide people. They're already divided. But uh, apparently about 75% of the province population says, hey, we need a we need a vaccination certificate or passport. Quebec uh, institutes its today. BC uh, starts, I think, the middle of this month. So uh, apparently uh, in the next day or two or three, we're going to get uh, news from Doug Ford about some kind of, of certificate. I think they're reluctant to call it a passport. There seems to be some objection to the to the <coughs> excuse me the label passport, but some kind of certificate. Very clearly, we need something here. We're going to need it for international travel. We need it for domestic travel. Um, we're going to need it if we're going to go into Quebec. Uh, you know, go to cross the border to get some cheap beer. You're going to need the passport, right? So. It's it's inevitable. Ford doesn't really want to do it, but I don't see that he has any real choice here. So uh, you may have some thoughts on that. Are you happy that it's finally happening here? And um, are you surprised to see how well Aaron O'Toole is doing? I think a lot of people, I know that I talked with many of you who thought, yeah, there's no way that O'Toole can do it. Uh, a lot of you people were expressing the sentiment that we should have had picked another leader. This was a big mistake, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, except, except for something rather interesting. He's doing bloody well, isn't he? He's doing really well. In fact, almost all of the polls now show the conservatives leading the liberals. Now you can be sure that the liberals will come up with some more dirty tricks and things will balance out. There's still a very good chance, I think, that we will see a uh, liberal minority government, which really begs the question. <clears throat> very clearly, the best 
that the liberals can hope for is a minority liberal government, which means, in essence, uh, you know, we're going to have the NDP, the unholy alliance, the NDP and the liberals once again. So my question then to uh, the esteemed prime minister of this beleaguered country, Justin Trudeau, be thy name. Um, what's this all about, Justin? If we're going to end up exactly where we started, why did you call this election? My understanding is that the only reason was that you wanted a majority, and you were very confident you would get it. Now it appears highly unlikely. In fact, there's a chance you may lose. So if the best you can hope for is a minority, why have we gone through all of this? $650 million, taxpayers' money. You know, can you figure how many her nurses that would pay for? How many new beds and long-term care $650 million would pay for? Instead of just flushing it down the toilet. If, if we get a sound effect anywhere of a flushing toilet, we should use that sometime. <laughs> I will find one for you. I mean, this is essentially what, what we've done. $650 million, probably more than that, for an election that very clearly is going to end up exactly where it started, maybe even worse. Let's go to the phones, Jason. Jason's on the air. Go ahead, please, Jason. Hi, Lola. Just um, wondering, has anybody talked about when the CERB is ending? I cannot find people to work. Nobody wants to work. Construction pays good money. Full, full-time work, and I, we cannot find anybody to come and work. I, I, I understand that. I, I'm a, almost everybody I talk to, even like when I'm talking with Mark Shield at, at Shields up in Pakenham, I say, how are things going? Mark, he says, they're going fantastic. But he said, we can't, we, we still need people. We need to hire people. I, if you drive along the Carp Road, a sort of industrial area there, you're going to see almost in front of every business, we're hiring. And it's true. I don't know if it's people are still getting the CERB, whatever the hell it is that they're getting. But you're you're right. They're, they're, nobody, nobody, it's, nobody, it seems, wants to work anymore. Everybody's looking to hire people. It's quite astonishing. I, I guess we, 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 we cannot find people. Uh, full-time year, work, year-round. Year um, you don't need much education. You do need, you know, some common sense and... Some heavy lifting, and it, it pays big money, and and we just can't find people. It, 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 it's it's not you know even what, the I, delivery driver. It's unbelievable. I, can I tell you something? It's it's not just the companies like yours that are looking for people. I tried it's I tried to hire somebody this spring to come and rake my lawn. We we did a canvas of all of the neighbors, their kids, and everything. I couldn't get any. I was offering a hundred bucks for a day's work, all about half a day's work to rake my lawn. I couldn't get anybody, including kids, to rake the lawn for a hundred bucks. I mean, when I was a kid, I, I when I was a kid, I was lucky to get a hundred bucks in a year, for God's sake. Thanks for your call, Jason. Thank you. Couldn't couldn't agree with you more. It's 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 quite a dilemma. There's no question about it. Um, so, uh, any any other comments on that? Uh, please give us a call, folks. Uh, are you glad that we're going to get finally a vaccination certificate? Are you surprised? Are you pleased at how well O'Toole is doing? Uh, John, you've got some texts coming in there. Let's hear them. Yes, we do. Following in real time on YouTube, on Twitch, and on Facebook. So if you post your comments there, we will see them. You can also text them to 613-413-2217. And as always, thank you for sharing the show. Um, you, you, you're you our best advertising. 
In fact, I ran into a couple of guys today at a parking lot. You're John from the Lowell Green Show, so it's obviously working. People are catching up. Uh, we got an email. Yeah, we got an email to Lowell at BlastTheRadio.com from Lisa. She says, Lowell, I eventually see the vaccine passport being weaponized against the most vulnerable in an attempt to suspend benefits to welfare, ODSP recipients, employment opportunities to people they don't want, oh, Lisa, insurance Lisa, Lisa. claimants, etc. Give it a rest. Give it a rest. Okay. Give it a rest, Lisa. I mean, it's the fact of the matter is, if you want to go to a football game or a hockey game or a concert or a restaurant, et cetera, et cetera, you're going to need a passport. That, it's as simple as that. Uh, it's not going to be used. You know, the, the intent here is just simply to protect people. You know, I, I think it's uh, somebody in, in the Citizen Today or the, the Sun says, you know what? We vaccinated people have a right to be protected, too, you know. So, all right, go ahead, John. More text, please. Uh, Bruce says, listening from the Howard Grill and Pancake House in Windsor, sharing with others. Thank you, Bruce. Bob <laughs> says, R.E. the few protesters. Lowell called it right on Monday. Trudeau's boasting, I'm not going to back down no matter how many of them show up to try and shout us down. Trudeau said angrily to cheers from his partisans. So shame on you, Aaron O'Toole. That's our Bob quoting our prime minister. <laughs> Uh, Glenn says, hey, Lowell, are any of the solar or wind panels throttled in the amount of energy they can contribute to the system, or do all the sources contribute whatever they can produce? Well, that's a very good question. Um, on most days, they produce whatever they can produce. But there are times when we are so overloaded with power and the demand is very low that we do shut the windmills off. But I must point out that at every windmill farm is a gauge which, gauge, which gauges the wind. So whether we take the power or not, we pay the windmill farm as though we were taking it. So even the windmills may be shut down, if the wind is blowing at a certain pace, we know how much would be produced, and we pay the people whether we use it or not. That's part of the deal. There's a 20-year deal that was signed by the wind government. You know what? I mean, anybody that signed that, if you, I, I have seen the agreement or the big bulk of it. And, I mean, it's criminal. It's, it's bloody criminal what they did. This. They, they, they committed us to 20 years of this financial torture. It's, it's, it's criminal what they did. Uh, John, more more uh, emails coming in here. Yep. Deb, thank you for t- uh, texting us at 613-413-2217. Deb says, I'm very uh, pleasantly surprised to see how well Aaron O'Toole is doing. Keep up the good work, Aaron. Another text at 613-413-2217. Kim says, uh, Trudy figures he had a majority in the bag. That's why Mr. Arrogance called an election. <laughs> and yet another text at 613-413-2217. Boy, we're busy on the phone today, Lowell. I like this. The passport good. is going to be a real issue for me. I live in Ontario, but I work in Quebec, specifically at various primary and secondary schools. No one's near the border with Ontario either. I'm really curious to see what the reaction of the principal slash clerk slash cashier in Quebec hinterland will be. Joey texting the show today. Uh, I I thought, uh, I'd I'd like some comment on this. I thought O'Toole's move to uh, ban puppy farms and create stronger laws against animal abuse was a brilliant move. I, I thought this was really neat. I don't recall any politician, federal anyway, ever even raising this issue. But, you know, interestingly enough, the liberals or whoever it is, uh, they're, they're trying to poo-poo this whole thing. I, I see some Facebook entries from people saying, well, you know, <clears throat> he's spending all of this time on animals and doesn't care about people. I mean, that kind of crapola. And the other thing that I found really disturbing is that uh, there are some people trying to sully this uh, this farm that he showed up at, this this is called 
if I get the name right here. Um, this is called <laughs> the, the Puppy Tail Rescue and Sanctuary. Th this is a, a worldwide, I, I, I wasn't aware of this at all, but it's apparently world famous. And what it does is it, there's a sanctuary there. By the way, it's, it's owned by uh, an Israeli couple, multimillionaires. This man made his money, believe it or not, in uh, online gambling. <clears throat> and he decided, or the couple decided, that what they're going to do with all of their money is help animals. So they bought about a 40-acre farm just north of Toronto, and they established a sanctuary for abandoned or abused dogs and horses. And as I say, it's become world famous. Uh, it is not in any way associated with any of these these uh, the rabid animal rights groups, et cetera, et cetera. No, no way. It, it, all it does is rescue abandoned and abused animals or dogs and horses. So I've, I've done the research on it. I wanted to make sure that this wasn't part of a group that goes around to farms, you know, trying to harass farmers and so forth. Not at all. Not at all. Very, very benign. They do great work there. It's strictly voluntary. All of the money, there's no tax dollars going into it. All of the money used is, is the millionaire's money, and you can make a donation, which apparently good many people do. So that's where O'Toole showed up yesterday to announce that he was going to ban puppy mills, which I certainly agree with, and he was going to toughen laws concerning animal abuse. And he linked, and this is very true, very, very this is accurate, he linked animal abuse with human abuse. And what we're finding very, very clearly, this is especially true with, with violent criminals, is that they, they started the violence against animals. This is true in many cases. So he, he linked that, and uh, he's going he's gonna to do what he can to, to combat that as well. I just thought it was a great move. You may have a different view. Now, I talked a little earlier about talking with Mark Shields at uh, Shields Appliances up there in Pakenham and about how they could sure use some more workers, drivers, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but once again, I just want to remind you that the, the, the government of Canada has introduced legislation, which means that a lot of the cheaper brands of appliances, every kind of appliance, probably will not be available come next year. They're all going to have to be this Energy Saver, Energy Star, uh, which is a more expensive brand, as you know. And apparently, after the start of the new year, you will not be able to buy any appliances in this country that are not Energy Star, which are more expensive. So just want to alert you that if you would like one of the cheaper models, I'm talking about fridges with a freezer on top, the front load dishwashers and so forth, uh, uh, clothes washers, that kind of thing. If you want to save some money, if you want to make sure you get these, not a bad idea to get your order in now. Shields.ca. Dave is on the phone. Dave, go ahead, please. Yes, uh, I'm the one who called, I guess, to be part of the election, thinking that O'Toole, think tides were changing. Yes. And uh, something, I, love, I love the double standard the uh, Mr. Trudeau has in that we lose... A person, I think it was in Nova Scotia, because of sexual allegations, which haven't been proven. So he, he was forced to resign because that was the uh, party. Uh, from, from one from, woman. From one, yeah, from one, exactly. Yeah, one woman. However, yep. yesterday, uh, Raj Sahini, who has a whole bunch of, whole bunch of uh, uh, sex harassment complaints against him, Four. He has and, four sexual harassment complaints against him. And 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 Jody Wilson Raybould wrote a little article yesterday, coming down hard on this, saying double standard and any and anyone who has a responsibility to address this and does not is not fit to lead. That's what she said. And if you stand by and does nothing and 
anyone who stands by this and does nothing is complicit. And I completely agree. So, yeah, I, this, 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 uh, you know, I'm glad you raised this. Um, th this is unbelievable. Th this poor guy, maybe, I don't know, maybe he did something, but apparently in 2019, this, this allegation just came forward, by the way, by a former NDP candidate. This is in Nova Scotia, right? So this yeah. isn't just, you know, this is a former NDP candidate, so you know the politics involved there, made a, a claim that in 2019 he put his hand up her skirt or something of this nature in a, in a pub. So as a result, uh, the conser he's a conservative, so he steps down. And not only this does he guy, step down, but they can't replace him. That's right. So the conservatives are out a candidate. That's right. So here, here we have this guy, Raj Santini, or whatever the hell his name is, yeah. from Kitch Santini. Kitchener. He, he is a sitting MP. He has not one, not two, not three, but four sexual allegations against him, including one from a woman who said that he so upset her that she contemplated suicide. And she's yes. lodged formal complaints and everything else. And Trudeau still approved. So he's still running. He's going to run. Yeah, he's still running. Before, but the day before this this came out, Trudeau said he would not he would not allow any of his candidates to, to do this. And you may why he's letting this person do it. I'm telling you what, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to make another prediction here, and you mark my words, this is going to be a landslide for the Conservatives. Don't believe the polls, that is a pile of BS. They are going to get smoked, I'm telling you right now. Unless O'Toole, or unless the, the Liberals come up with some little dirty scheme, which they're very good at, uh, this is a landslide. I, I'm talking to a lot of people now, a lot of former Liberal voters, and they said they have had it with this guy, and today was the last straw when they saw a budget of $78 billion worth of spending. That is ridiculous. And the economy, <clears throat> and the economy, don't forget, uh, is just in the, further in the dumper. Everybody, including all the economists and the politicians, thought that the economy would grow by about 2.2%, but in fact, it declined 1.1%. So a kick in the ass there as well. And one the only, you know what? You, yes, go ahead, Dave. Well, no, you, you say what you're going to say, and I'll just say one last comment. Well, I was, I was, the only, I was talking about this uh, sexual harassment charges. The only conclusion, Dave, you can come away with is that if it's a conservative and there is one complaint, that's it. Set curtains, okay? You're finished. But if that's it's a liberal, problem. you can have four complaints and eh, no problem. Pod problem, mozi. <laughs> <laughs> and one last shot to the environmentalists out there. Yeah. B BC has had carbon taxes for the past, I think it's 12 years now, or at least 12 years. Their carbon emissions have gone up every year, steadily. They're, they're worse now than they were 12 years ago. So how well is that carbon tax working for you? Not, not only well. that, very, very true, and not only that, Dave, but the United States has no carbon tax, and in the past eight years has seen a substantial decline in emissions. So <laughs> put that in your pipe and smoke it. I know, it doesn't make sense. I, I think people are finally, I'm hoping anyways, that's, I'm thinking people are finally waking up that, man, this is ridiculous. Thank you for the call. Thank you. Uh, John, you've got more texts coming in there. Boy, we are doing a busy show today. I love this. Thank you for your calls, your texts, your emails, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and more to come. Uh, Chrissy on Twitch says, restaurant, bars, etc. Same problem. Cannot find people to work. Peter says, every company is looking for people. Restaurants cannot open dining rooms because of no staff. Kathy, thank you for your comment today. She says, my husband's been looking for work, but most companies won't pay what he's qualified for. 
Hazel says Trudeau created a welfare state of Canada, and now no one wants to work. Blame the source. Kendra, I believe this is the first time you've posted. She says, my dad is worried I will vote NDP, so he's making me watch your show. (laughs) (laughs) You better behave. (laughs) Kendra's getting a lot of applause to that comment, too, by the way. Uh, That's great. Deborah says, the continuation of CERB with businesses begging for workers is definitely having a negative effect. Many are collecting it and working for cash. Uh, Nina says, I love the part of Aaron's campaign where his dog Wexford shakes his hand with the conservative plane in the background. Mike says, I think it's great, a great idea for O'Toole to do what he can for animals. I wish that would branch off to also do away with warehouse farming and also farmed fish, which is very bad for the environment and not good for our health. And we do have texts coming in at 613-413-2217. Hi, Lowell. Barely any conservative signs in Orleans. What's going on? Asks Jason. <laughs> Conservatives are not allowed in Orleans. Oh, okay. Um, well, <laughs> <clears throat> you know, one of the things we can stop worrying about is uh, all of the Canadian citizens left behind in Afghanistan. I think a lot of us were very concerned. We now learn that there are about 1,200 Canadians. I'm not talking about our allies. 1,200 Canadians that we abandoned, we cut and run in the Kabul. But according to Mark Garneau, Foreign Affairs Minister, and Justin Trudeau, you have nothing to worry about. Why? Well, because we are demanding that the Taliban let our people go. So, I mean, if Trudeau and Garneau are demanding that the Taliban let our people go, then we have nothing to worry about. They'll, they'll definitely let I mean, they, the Taliban must be trembling. Just like the Chinese are trembling when we, we request that uh, they let the, the Michaels go. They're, they're, everybody's trembling out there. If the, if the Prime Minister and Mark Garneau say, hey, Taliban, you behave. You let our people go. Well, I, problem over, okay? Now, mind you, there's 1,200 Canadians. These are fellow Canadians. Not, I, you know, we're not, we're not talking about Afghanistan. We're talking about Canadians. Your fellow Canadians. We just cut and ran. And by the way, uh, some people are still saying, well, we didn't really, we didn't really, you know, it's all Biden's fault. Wait a minute, hold it. We, we left, we cut and ran. We were the first, we were the last to go in. We were the first to leave. And after we left, all kinds of nations were still there. The Danes still stayed in there to rescue their people. The Dutch did so. The Belgians, the Spanish. And one, one country that I hadn't thought about was the Ukraines. Do you realize what happened? Only yesterday, or was it the day before, Ukrainian soldiers, Ukrainians, risked their lives. They went in fully armed, marched through or ran through the streets of Kabul. They had got wind of 19 Canadian citizens imprisoned someplace or holed up. They charged through all of the, the, they risked their lives. And they rescued 19 Canadians. This is five or six days after Canada had left. I mean, this is astonishing. I'm not blaming the soldiers, the Canadian soldiers. You can be sure that they would have gone in there just as quick as the Ukrainians. This, this, this was obviously orders that came down from Ottawa. Get out. Don't take any risks. Get out. So we abandoned. We cut and run. And, and the Americans, as you know, rescued 500 people after we were gone. But the Ukrainians... Can you imagine the Canadians wouldn't go in because we wouldn't allow them, but the Ukrainians go in and rescue our people? We should be shamed. We should be ashamed of what we did. 
Centennial Glass. Not ashamed to, to sponsor Centennial Glass, believe me. Been talking about Centennial Glass for more than 20 years now. Great company, one of those local companies, family-owned, do great business. They Yes, they do a lot of big work. Um, and by the way, during the pandemic, Centennial Glass innovated a lot, a lot of glasswork, protective glasswork. You'll see it in some of the restaurants, some of it moving and so forth. They, they came up with a, a, a number of different designs, which, which saved the business owner's money and hopefully helped to save some lives. That's just one example of the kind of innovation that's available at Centennial. They've got some wonderful people there who are experts in glass, no matter what it is. Repairs, windows, doors, mirrors, Big job in a hotel, big job in a, uh, in, a, in, a, in a whole new restaurant, or a little repair of your screen. Centennial Glass, centennialglass.ca. John Mortex. Uh, yep, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. We're keeping our eyes on those, plus your emails as well. Uh, Dean says, my friends own a fishing lodge. They are understaffed this year because they could not find enough people who wanted to work because of CERB. Peter says, USA has retired special forces going in, doing what they can to get Americans out. Robert says, in my humble opinion, I believe many women voters have now realized that Trudeau is a false feminist. His dumping of probably the two best women he had in Jody and Jane proves that theory. Comments from earlier on we didn't get to uh, regarding uh, the turbines. Anne says they ruined Wolf Island. Robert says the Green Party wants to cover the land with windmills and solar panels and also increase local food production. Let that sink in. Can I, can I just jump in here? All of you people, I understand there's some good people like to support the Green Party. I understand that. But I, I, I have to ask, if you have a, a, somebody green coming to your door, a candidate, ask them this. Okay, you can populate the land with windmills and solar panels, but what do we do when the wind doesn't blow and the sun doesn't shine? They, they are totally vulnerable there. Because we all know the wind doesn't always blow. We all know that the sun doesn't shine. So when, when they're th saying, well, we have to build all of these windmills, ask them, well, what do we do when the wind doesn't blow? Um, I have to, we're, we're almost out of time here. I have to tell you something. It's been a, a, a grim little while, there's no question. There are very few things that we can really smile at. But I got a little smile this morning. I'm going to pass this along, John. Um. I'm, I'm, I'm in the bathroom doing what you normally do in the bathroom. And for some reason, I am examining. We have some new toilet paper. It's on a little roll, real fancy roll my wife got. And it's right in front of me there. And I suddenly realize the toilet paper manufacturer cares. It is beautifully stamped. The toilet paper is stamped with hearts and flowers. I mean... Does it get any better than that? Toilet paper with hearts and flowers? I think not, folks. <laughs> all is well with the world as long as it's well with my toilet paper. Thank you all. We'll be back tomorrow. The Lowell Green Show is seen and heard live around the world at 2 p.m. Eastern. Connect with us online at blasttheradio.com slash Lowell Green. Can't join us live? Download the Lowell Green Podcast. Available on Apple, Spotify, Google, and more. Ask your smart speaker to play the Lowell Green Podcast. This is a production of BlastTheRadio.com.